Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Hey, what's up, everybody? We are here with a special hangout and highlight session. Uh, with the with the great guy, my guy, Mr. Stephen Mackey, uh, Mackey speaks two words: character development, husband, father, encourager, and recent author. And so, just wanted to come on and give him an opportunity to promote. You know, I rock with what he does, believe in what he does. It's amazing stuff. Just wanted to give him an opportunity to promote what he has going on, so you guys can go and support him as well. So, first, thanks so much for taking the time to hang out with the Success Chronicles. Hey, man, glad to be with you, brother. You're a gift to many people, and it's a gift to me to get to hang out today. Yes, sir. Well. Uh, just if you don't mind, tell us, you know, the, the the audience a little bit about your background and kind of what's brought you up to this point and what you're doing now. Yes, Chip. So what I get to do on the day to day, man, is, is just uh, unbelievable. I get to encourage and equip coaches and athletes to coach and to play beyond the game. The way I say it is I, I help athletes and coaches connect the dots between sports and life. And, and, you know, you know, well, Chip, the power of athletics and the power of a great coach and many lives that you've impacted as a coach is that, that, you know, in athletics, it's so much more than just playing a game. There's so much more at stake than putting points on the board or building up your stat sheets. That the great value of athletics is that you have the opportunity to lay the foundation of the skills that will help you be successful for the rest of your life, no matter where you go or what you do, you know, how many athletes have come back to you and have said, coach, man, if it, if it weren't for the lessons that you taught me when I was in eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th, if it wasn't for that time that you called me out and I thought I was hot stuff, but as a freshman, you called me out and you checked me and that, humbled me and then I began to learn these lessons and had you not done that coach I wouldn't be who I am you know the power of a coach and the power of athletics is that it equips young people to be successful in the game of life and so through my company two words character development I get to equip coaches to that end and I get to encourage athletes to develop a beyond the game ethos to help them see the power that what they're doing is not just about the reward or the consequence of right now, but that it's also about the reward and the consequence of the future. Mm, so good, man. I just uh, love, love the passion, love the energy. And it's so true. You know, we all have been influenced and that's, you know, with my series of impact influence, we all have been influenced by someone or something in our life that's influences us in such a manner that has impacted us. Like, just like you talked about and caused us to be who we are. And so, uh, when man, it's great when we can give back and pour into and show appreciation to those people uh, that have done that for us. And you know, as I look at your journey, you know, me knowing you and you know, following you, as I look at your journey, man, it, I think it's truly a blessing 
that the people that have poured into us can look at us and say, man, I'm proud of that dude. You know, like, yeah. like yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's good when they can just like, when we can, can we can be assured in our heart and our soul that we're striving to do things to make them proud. Absolutely. And you know, they're, they're all pride is not created equally, right? There's, there's the bad, there's the bad pride yes. the Bible talks yeah. about. There's the, the bad pride where it's like, I pretend that I'm right despite all the evidence, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and that pride is the pride that goes before the fall. But then there's the pride of hey, I, the, the name on the front of my Jersey. And the name on the back of my jersey. There's there's the the pride that says I I want to do everything that is within my power to honor those who have carried this name before me. I want to do everything within my power to honor those in my in my life who have invested in me, who saw the best in me when maybe no one else did, who believed in me and saw what I could become and then invested that I might become that. There's that pride that says I want to live in a way that honors that. And, and it's that kind of pride that leads us to do and to have excellence in all that we do so that now it's not just excellence when the lights are on or it's not just excellence when I'm getting paid. It's excellence when nobody's watching. It's excellence when it would be easier to not have excellence. But because I have this pride of knowing that I want to honor those, I want to honor the names, I want to honor the people, then, you know, like I know that like, hey, man, like excellent reps matter and they're going to yes. build on each other and if i start skipping when nobody's watching well then i'm not going to i'm not going to be fully developed so that when everyone is watching that i can do what i need to do we've got to we got to get the reps everywhere we are at excellence and at character and at integrity we get those reps so that when the game time comes you know in the game of life you know we we have a, a strong and firm foundation and I love that, you know, a couple of things you hit on excellence and reps. You know, I was at Klein Collins this past week and they have a their, their deal is excellence without compromise, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, kind of like what you talked about, you know, and then, you know, when getting the reps, reps make you better. We have to have that mindset Absolutely. of, hey, even though it's a tough rep, even though it's a heavy rep, put it yeah. on there, let's get it. It makes us better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Kat Osterman. Uh, U.S. Olympian softball great mm-hmm. you know she she says the very best work hard when it's hard to work they get mm-hmm. those reps they get the hard work reps when they're hard to get you know sometimes we'll get the easy hard work reps and think that we're doing something uh, but but it's the hard work it's the hard reps the hard work reps when they're hard to get uh, that that really create separation you know and and, and we talk a lot about that uh, we, we illustrate that idea, Damon and I, my co-author, in the locker room um, and, and this sense that our core values, those highest and most important ideals that we chase after, the things that are on our wall or in our email signature, the things that we would talk about online, yeah. that those things are only as true as they are active and practiced in our lives in the difficult moments that if we fail to live our core values in the difficult moments, then they're not really our core values or we're not living with integrity and we're not, we're not being who we are. We're being somebody else, right? We're playing somebody else's game. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and so the, the importance of not only knowing 
but living those reps in the hard moments. Well, how do we do that? Well, we get reps at living those out in the easy moments. Just before you can bench press 500, you got to bench press 400. Before yeah. you bench press 400, 300, before two, 100. And so th- this is why this matters. And it's why we talk about it with athletes, it's why we wrote a book about it. It's why guys like you and I speak about this again and again, because it's this very simple but difficult idea. Simple to understand, but it's difficult to do. But when we do it, uh, don't you know, change happens. Yes, sir. Well, you know, you talked about the book. Uh, I want to dive a little deeper into that. Um, You know, again, I just want to say congratulations on that. Uh, Congratulations on the journey, the process, uh, all of the hard work that's gone in behind the scene, the hard reps. (laughs) Yes. That's gone. Hey, hey, I was thinking about this when I was preparing for the interview. Man, you come a long way from gear and gas. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. We, I, I, I put, I put uh, three hundred thousand miles on on uh, on a, on a truck, boy. Just gas and gear, and you know what? We we still we still uh, you know though the branding may have changed, you know, Chip, yeah. over the last five years. You know, when we met, you know, I came out to Oak Ridge that first time. You know, I was maybe two or three months uh, after. You know, there was three months into having the idea for two mm-hmm. words character development which, you know, for those that don't know, is a, is a weekly character and leadership curriculum for athletic departments. And, and so what I do and what my company does is we create and produce video-based character development curriculum, leadership curriculum for athletic departments across the nation. Over a thousand campuses across the United States use our curriculum each week. And, you know, on January 12th, 2017, I had the idea. We, 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 I came to see you probably... April of 2017, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, since that time, as we've grown 10 or 12 different states, become the official character development curriculum of the Texas high school coaches crazy, association, man. as we've, as all of this, this is the trust and the support as all of it's grown, things have changed. But the one thing that's not changed is that if there's a coach that wants me to be on their campus, then I'm going to get there. If there are kids that can be encouraged to go beyond the game, I'm going to go and encourage them that that it, there's not this sense of, you know, now that now that I'm at some level, you know, mm-hmm. now now I got to put up a, a wall, you know, yeah. be, and, and the reason that, you know, I, I still drive. I drove to the other day. Uh, I drove 12 hours, you know, six hours, one way, uh, 12 hours in one day to a small East Texas town where the uh, the total population of the school, uh, I'm talking like kindergarten to 12, was like 700 students. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and so six man to six A. And, and you go, but Mac, why do you do this? Okay, why, do you, why are you still doing that? That's because cool. at the core of who I am, at the core pillar of me is service above self, right? At the core, it's integrity, over everything that I said, six man to six A, I'll be there. So guess what? I'm gonna be there, right? Mm-hmm. I said, look, it's not about what's convenient for me. It's about what's best for kids and coaches, right? And so let's get after it. You know, we've come a long way from gas and gear, but there are certain core values that have not changed. Uh, and and in the book, the locker room, we write about a team who struggles with living out their core values. That it's it's a short teaching story that uh, about a football team that at the biggest moment of their season 
faces the biggest adversity of their season. An adversity that comes not from an opponent or from, uh, from athletics, but an, an adversity that comes because their star quarterback goes to a party, makes racially offensive jokes, they go viral, and in response to that, the team takes their the team and the coaches take their eyes off their core values. And as a result, adversity, conflict, and hurt follow. And it's a story about how this team works through that racial hurt, that conflict, and that division, and how on the backside of it, having gone through it, uh, how they heal hurt, overcome adversity, and ultimately build unity. And, and it's a story that uh, starts in athletics, but it finishes, uh, Chip, in the conflict that you and I might have with our spouse, that it finishes in these day-to-day, everyday moments uh, that we start with a spoonful of sugar. That's athletics. The sports is powerful in the way that it transcends boundaries and the way it transcends cultures, uh, that it's a unifier. Uh, but it walks them and go, man, you know what? Well, these are issues that we could talk about. The biggest issues of the day, racism, politics, things that were once stuck at a Thanksgiving day table. And you talked once a year with your crazy uncle about it. And now they're in our every day uh, that, that it is for businesses. It's for teams, it's for organizations and it's for families. Um, and, and I think the reason ultimately that Damon and I sat down to write this was because we had a front row seat to seeing the power of a locker room. We had a front row seat to seeing what happens because you, you know it better than, than anybody that you, you get in a locker room and there are people from all different backgrounds, different beliefs, different cultures, different skin colors, different races, people with all kinds of different, they come together for a single common goal. Now they don't look the same. They are not uniform, but they are united. You see that they recognize that what makes you, you chip and what makes me, me, that's what makes us, us. And so our diversity is not something that we have to overcome to reach our goal. It's our strength to help us overcome obstacles so we can reach our goals, that we don't want to turn the volume down on, on our blackness. We don't want to turn the volume down on somebody else's whiteness or their Hispanicness. We don't want to turn the volume down on their faith. We don't want to turn the volume down on the uniqueness that makes them them. Well, you, you know as well, you got some you know, offensive linemen, six foot 13, 290 pounds, and they're, they're into Harry Potter. Well, you know what? Like you bring that weirdness, your Hogwarts self, turn the volume up on it and bring it in. Because that's what makes you, you. And if you can't bring 100% of you to the table, then we as a team can't be 100% of our potential. And in a locker room, we get this. In a locker room, we get making a mistake doesn't make you a mistake. No, when you make a mistake, hey, I'm there to pick you up, not to push you down further. That in a locker room, hey, the standard is the standard. And it's not lowered because of your talent or your position, uh, because of your status. Like, no, the standard is the standard. And you see, these things are true in a locker room. And what Damon and I have in a front row seat to this, we said, man, if America had a locker room, if America had a place where we could come together and these things would be true, we would commit to those things. Well, then all of a sudden, you know, we, we might not have some of the issues that we have today. And so we said, you know what? Hey, if we come at this from a political view, from a left or a right 
we're going to get shut down and put into a corner. And so, you know what we said, Chip? And I know I'm on a roll right here, man. But here's what we said, man. We I'm said we're going to poke, we're, <laughs> we're gonna poke everybody in the chest. We're not going to poke anybody in the eye. But in this story, we're going to poke everybody in the chest. And we're going we're gonna to give everybody a voice to be heard in this story around this issue. So that if you're an honest reader, you're going to read this in, 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 around the issues of racism and cancel culture. No matter where you sit on the political spectrum, you're going to be able to say, my voice was fairly shared. And you're going to say, my position was equally fairly challenged. Because you see, when we're having difficult conversations, you know, one of the first things that we have to do is we have to be generous with our description of the person who does not think like we do. And, and if we, if we are, uh, if we make, if, if you and I, we have different points of views and I describe your point of view as this caricature, like, I, I mean, I make you look like a complete fool. Well, then not only does that make it really easy for me to elevate my side of the argument, uh, but it devalues you, you see. But when I am generous with your point of view and I am generous with why you believe what you believe and I describe it in such a way that you say, Mackie, I couldn't have said it any better. Like I could not describe my point of view any better. Then now, instead of you feeling devalued, you feel respected. Now, instead of feeling like, hey, I'm trying to get you, as in like a gotcha, you, you think, hey, man, this guy gets me. Like, wow, he respects and honors me. Now we can have a genuine conversation where even if I don't change your point of view or your stance, what I will do is I will understand you more and you'll understand me and we'll have a sense of empathy for one another. And we will be able to work towards our common goal. Remember, united is not uniform, you see. And so we, we illustrate this practice in the book. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's one that, again, starts in the locker room and goes to racism. But it doesn't stop there. It can, it can continue on to small businesses, large families, or brothers having a conversation. You know, you know, just hearing you, you say, I'm on a roll here. And I said, bring it. But there, there's there's one word that comes to me, man, as I hear you talk about all that. And that and that word is boom. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Let's, man. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. And, and you know, it, it really is. It has the potential to be a boom type moment yeah. where yeah. where, you know, we can we can challenge it's you know we can challenge folks in, in in some of their positions because you know and we talk about this in the book as well we illustrate this you know not only do you have to be generous with the other person's point of view but you also have to be honest about where you're starting from and, and too often we lie we tell ourselves a half truth yeah. about uh, about where we're starting from we say oh well no you know i i i rarely meet somebody who says yeah i'm an unfair biased person. Yeah. Everyone's like, look, look, I'm, I'm, I'm for everybody. You know, listen, I, I, I'm for, I don't care how you vote, what you think about, you know, I don't care your perspective. And then they go, but, but, you, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and, and they, they deal with the straw man, these straw men. And, yeah. and too often we just aren't fully honest with ourselves about where we're starting from. And, and if we want to 
bring about healing, overcome adversity, build unity. Well, we have to start with truth. Because I could have the, look, you're down there, you're down there in Houston, down in Conroe. I'm up here in San Antonio. I could have perfect directions from Conroe to San Antonio. But if you're sitting in New York City, well, them directions aren't going to do you any good. I mean, they could be perfect. They could tell you there's a dead possum at this GPS coordinate between Mm -hmm. Conroe and San Antonio. But if you're not in Conroe, it doesn't do you any good. You see? And, and, and too often we get frustrated with the lack of progress with it when there's adversity and difference and conflict um, because we're not dealing with truth. And so we have to tell the truth to ourselves and we don't need to should on ourselves. Right? put that on a shirt. Don't should on yourself. Should on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we, we don't need to go, well, you know, I should think this or I should be there yeah, or I yeah. should say this. Listen, don't should on yourself. Tell yourself the truth. Because when you deal in truth, uh, you already know, brother. When you deal in truth, the truth can set you free. Set you free. Come on. Yeah. And, and so, so we deal in the truth and we're generous with the other person's, uh, in our description and understanding of the other person's perspective. And then the other thing that we, the third thing that we highlight in the story uh, so that you can see how this doesn't, isn't just a sports story. The third thing that we highlight is that you have to be more committed to curiosity and empathy than you are to being right. That yeah. when you're dealing with, you have to be more committed to curiosity, which is this sense of, I want to know more. Tell me more about this. Help me understand. Walk me through how you got there. I want to know your journey and your story. And it's a commitment to the other person more than it is to the issue. It's a commitment to the other person more than it is to me being right. You know, too often we are so committed to being right Mm -hmm. that we, that we compromise our core values or we, we set them to the side and we say, well, the means justifies the end. Because we're so committed to being right. We devalue other people in the name of, if I can just get them to see like I see, then it will be better for them. And so we allow ourselves to be jerks to people in the name of winning them over to our perspective. And that commitment to being right, it may make you feel better about yourself, but rarely will it do anything to resolve a conflict, overcome an adversity, or heal a hurt. Uh, you know, I, I think about this coach I had a conversation with a few weeks ago. Uh, she has a radically different belief system than I grew up with. And in fact, when I was told about her belief system, the only things I was ever told about it were, were why her belief system was wrong and what I could say to prove that she was wrong and we were right. But never once had I had a conversation with a real person that actually experienced and lived her point of view. I only knew the talking points and the, the, the arguments that I had been taught. And then I was presented with this living, breathing human who loved kids, who's a phenomenal coach. And I was forced to go, well, wait a minute. These talking points I was given and this human that I've now met, they don't 
those aren't the same. And so what I did was I just very simply asked her, could, could we have a conversation? And, and I'll tell you where I'm at in this, on this, here's every, this is as fully and as vulnerable as I can be because there's no vulnerability is a strength that as vulnerable as I can be, here's where I'm at with everything I've been taught. And then now what I'm experiencing and I'm caught right here in the middle. And I, I, I don't know what I don't know. And so would, would you just tell me what it's like to be you? Would you tell me your story? Would you help me know you for you and not you as a talking point? I was, I made a commitment to curiosity and what was amazing, Chip, I get, I honestly, I get teary eyed and emotional thinking about it because this was a profound conversation for me. The more that I talked with this coach and by talked, I mean, the more I listened, remember you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Come on. The more I listened, the less my desire to be right was replaced by my desire to be empathetic and respectful to this person. It no longer was about who's right and who's wrong. It was more about, I began to see the, the, the divine uniqueness in this person. The value. I began to see the value in this person that I was never taught was there. Oh, I was taught they had value. So long as they believe like we did. Mm. And that until that moment, well, their value was, you know, less. And it was just so profound. And, 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 and it allowed me as that respect and empathy grew to see how this person can make such an impact towards our common goal of impacting coaches and kids. She made me better. And I'm so very thankful that she had the humility and she was willing to give me the grace to have a conversation with somebody that based on her past experience would have been a jerk to her. Um, and yet she gave me that, which I didn't deserve. That's grace. Um, she was humble. She knew, she knew who she was. So she didn't have to prove who she was. That's awesome. Um, man. Gift. You know, and just like, as you were saying that too, I was thinking about the whole concept of the book. You know, you think about as, as an athlete, you know, our experiences, you think about those conversations that we've had with our teammates that look nothing like us that, you know, have very similar, ba- different backgrounds, you know, but like you said, you know, we, we come together for one cause and none of that other stuff matters. Like, like we in right. together, I got you. I love you. Let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> you know, none that's of right. that other stuff matters. And I think that that's the beauty of it. What I'd like for you to do, man, is just like, tell us the name of the book um, and then talk to us about some of the accolades. Cause it's, it just came out. And so you, you guys are already, you know, on a roll. Uh, sure. Man, I foresee some amazing things to come. <laughs> but can yes, I talk to us yes. about, you know, some of the accolades yes. that you guys have gotten so far? Yes, it's been a it's been a great we've had a great launch. So thankful for the support, and love and trust of of so many. Um, you know, we have here on launch week, uh, you know, we've. We broke, uh, we broke the top 1,000 of all books sold on Amazon, got to 904, I think was our highest uh, ranking there. And so uh, that's really fun. Uh, we peaked at number eight on Barnes & Noble's top 100 books sold um, across all categories. And so uh, that, that's been great. Uh, we, feel, we feel really good about the prospects and some bestsellers lists, um, you know, some national lists that, 
that uh, we'll know we'll know next week as we're recording. Um, and so, uh, so hopefully, uh, when you when you post this, you can say it's a Wall Street Journal bestseller. Uh, you go. know, I'm I'm gonna speak it and believe it, and we'll we'll know here in a few days. Uh, but you know, really, the the thing that matters most to Damon and I um, is that is that coaches and parents and business leaders and friends uh, across the country um, have consistently said. Um, thank you. And we believe in you. And they've supported us with their time and their money and their actions. And that support is the greatest accolade. Uh, that's, that's been the greatest thing is just uh, coaches and people saying, wow, this book is, I bought this for my son. I got this for my family. Yeah. Hey, I can't wait to, I got a copy for me and I got a copy for my friend who believes different than me about something. And we're going to read the book together and, ha- and start our own locker room and have conversations. And so that, that really is the highest praise that, that we can get. Um, it's, been, it's been really, really fun to launch. It's, it was cool. Uh, you know, I, I stopped by a couple of Barnes and Nobles here in San Antonio and, uh, and they had the book out and, uh, and I kind of took it up and, and I said, hey, can you help me find the book? And they found it. And I said, well, hey, here's why I wanted to, to find it. And I opened up the cover and I was like, because, uh, uh, you, know, you know, I know this guy. And uh, you know, it was a total, total dad move, you know, total dad move. But, uh, but I did. And so and it put some signed copies. And so, um, you know, we're, we're Damon and I are making time as we travel uh, that we're kind of, you know, looking for Barnes and Nobles on our route, yep. stopping sign, by and putting, sign some, sign, putting some signed yeah. copies. Uh, on the shelves. And so, uh, so that's been, that's been really fun. Uh, but here's, here's Chip, man, here's a great praise. Check this out. Um, so my son, he's nine, turns 10 next week, came down and uh, the other morning, two mornings ago, and we're sitting on the couch, I was drinking some coffee. And, uh, and he said, Hey dad, I'm on page 39 of your book. And, uh, and so he, he started reading it at night before he goes to bed. And so that was, that was really fun to get to show. He started asking some questions about it. So we get to have a little conversation about our, about the book. So that was really fun. That's awesome, man. Well, in closing, if you don't mind telling the audience where they can go follow you and check you out and, and get the book. <clears throat> yes. So the easiest way to find me or anything that I do is, uh, is Mackie Speaks. So Twitter and Instagram at Mackie Speaks, M-A-C-K-E-Y. Online MackieSpeaks.com, or uh, or uh, you could just type it in and search, and it'll pop me up. So that's the easiest way to get me. And then uh, from from e- any of those places, you'll be able to find about our work with athletes at TwoWords.tv, or you'll be able to find the book. Um, and the book is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million. Uh, you can go to your local independent bookstore and ask them to pick up and order you a copy. Um, and support your local indie bookstores. And so uh, anywhere books are sold, you can get or order The Lock Room or you can go to thelockroombook.com. There it is, man. As you said, I want to repeat it because I feel the same way. Uh, thank you for what you do uh, from the Success Chronicles. For me, we believe in you. Uh, you know, gonna, you know, support you by effort and time and money to invest Let's in go. what you're doing. And so, man, I just want to encourage you, brother, uh, to just keep doing your thing because it truly is making a difference. And you know, just like you talked about, you know, man, like my son is reading the book and he's asking questions. And so uh, it's just amazing that it will be generational 
the impact will be generational, not just in your family, but to so many families, so many locker rooms. And so, man, I'm, I'm just, you know, God bless you. Grateful for you. And I wish you continued success, my man. Yeah, thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you. All right. Well, thank you guys for checking out this episode, this hangout and highlight session. Go out and get the book. Go show some love. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.